Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Annie, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at layman's.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help, help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Hi, homesteaders. Happy holidays from our urban homestead in Pasadena. Um, it's been quite, I guess, can, I mean, relatively, but it's been cold, wet, and rainy here. Uh, last, just a couple days ago, we got um, at least three inches of rain in one day. I think it's the biggest storm. That we, you know, so didn't know what to do with that much rain. I think we were just, it was very, as a deluge. Yeah, everything was leaking and mud and, it was all good, so we really we needed it. But here's the thing: that day, so Wednesday was the hardest. Was it Wednesday? The yeah. So it was one of the biggest farm box days. So dozens out there picking and packing. And then we get a call from one of our catering clients and he goes, you know, I know it's wet and it's raining and stuff, but are we really read how many, how many tasting boxes? Three. Yeah. Three tasting boxes. Pretty please, pretty please, pretty please. And in 20 minutes, and it was like, I, I literally said, you got to be kidding me. Um, but guy was like, please, please, I'll give him anything. I was like, we'll make Justin some hot chocolate. So he did. <laughs> he spilled it all over the car, but he brought hot chocolate. But, um, so, but I know it's like now it, it was almost like everybody was ordering that day. It was ridiculous. And then you had the country club and, and stuff like that. So it was, it was quite a day for all the, for the rain. So farm boxes, the catering and the country club all in one day and it raining. And so Justin had like how many pairs of socks? Uh, he, lost track. he lost track. So hanging in front of yeah, the, the pants got wet, and then uh, so the jacket and jacket got wet, but then the pants got wet, mm-hmm. and then the socks got wet. So you were in a little attitude because you were like, "I'm just wet. I'm tired of being wet." <laughs> it's cold, and I'm just sweating because you got all these layers on. I just want to sit down and sit down by the fire, just deep breaths. 
Yeah. We're gonna, we didn't have weather and it does yeah, spoil spoiled. So we don't have not complaining because that was we needed it. it was really, 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 really good. Uh, the guys inside the mom from short term. Sorry for the people in the fires. Don't know um, the damage because it was really coming down. Um, it's been years. Things that we weren't expected. Drainage issues, flooding, uh, leaky roofs, kind of thing, uh, all happening at once. That was fun. But yeah, the orders um, are you know with the holidays, our catering and restaurant clients are getting busy. So a lot of edible flowers going out, a lot of salad mixes going out, a lot of herb boxes going out. So. Even though it's um, you know winter time, it's um, the orders you know have gone up. So and then already we're getting calls for spring, right? We just got a call today. People are planning their spring parties and wanting us to grow, you know what we'll have. So already planning for you know growing in 2019. Um, and you you said you had some things. Justin wants to do some new improvements in the yard. He spent. Was it? What was? What was? When we had the volunteer day, was that Tuesday? Cutting back. Um. Yeah. I mean, last last year I cut things back, but this year I went a little bit farther because one because of the rain, two because it grew so fast, so big, so fast that I put down another two feet. Um, the guavas are great, and in the summertime they great sh uh, shade for the front yard, but in the winter time you can't really grow anything, so it's Yard waste bins, and our new volunteer help us out. Take down the squash, harvesting the squash. Um, our bunch, hundred pounds of squash. Um, Trying to change over seasons because the sun angle changes, and the trellis that the squash was on was shading the salad mix. So I need to get that down before the rain. Um, got this set of plastic because I think it was going to get cold. So what do you do with the plastic? The plastic is metal clothes hangers over the beds and six foot sheet of six mil plastic that goes over. Um, we bought some about 10 years ago. These just get a little stiff in the middle of the And I got some new ones. Like 300 feet, dollars or 300 feet. And cut a bunch of new ones so it allows a little bit more sunlight. I'm not sure. We haven't got cold yet, but we did get before the rain. It got cold. I was just worried about after the rain. It was gonna if it clears up. Sometimes it gets pretty, pretty nippy. Yeah. So we started up the fire. Did a kerosene heaters. Lit up the old uh, gas furnace. Yeah, it's relatively cold by California standard. I know the East Coast. And one day you said you came out and you said, "Did it? Did it freeze this yes. morning?" And I went out there and I was like, "Crap! There's ice on the lettuce." So that, that was, was a. Uh, it was a bit, not frost. Frost versus freeze. There's a frost. So there was a couple. There was a couple tinges on the African blue basil and the lettuce. It surprised me because. It was cold, but I didn't feel like that was that cold. So that's why I bought the plastic. Uh, jump on the cold 
So, so far it's, it's cloudy. It usually keeps the temperatures moderate. Um, but I just wanted to have it just in case. Got the whole yard transferred over to Salad Mix. I'm not sure when the last podcast was about the garden. Um, but our cash crop is salad, saute, and edible flowers. We did transfer pea shoots. Yeah, so, um, good news is we can sell everything we grow. Bad news is I can't grow enough stuff. So, trying to figure out. We have 20-year-old blood orange trees that kind of look kind of funky because of the drought. Um, I don't irrigate them, so they look a little weak. Maybe the rain will give them a boost. But um, I cut them back to get more sunlight and give them a head start. The spring, one blood orange tree had six fruit and one had 60 fruit. So we got a little bit of harvest, but not as much as before they were loaded a couple years ago. Um, I have to decide down the pineapple guavas to about half the size the question is do I keep them around nothing bothers them they don't need much water but they're not really profitable so the question with that is replace it with figs we can sell and grow all the figs we can but invest in some fruit trees to take out the guavas and put in fruit trees so that's one idea there's a about a 40 foot area up against the fence 250 square feet. The idea was to get a greenhouse or build a greenhouse out of PVC and make a sort of a lean-to against the six-foot-high wall, a little tunnel, half a tunnel, and put some microgreens and uh, grow really quick and really fast. We get fancy, we could do aquaponics again and build it on the wall, those pipes or those baskets that they put in. Get fancy and had some money and stuff. Yeah, if you put it in the greenhouse, if you put it in the greenhouse, yeah, it would solve one of the, the temperature problems. Temperature problems. Now, the easiest thing to do is you know PVC and some plastic, but Not we the have the best long-term solution. So the we have this picture issues with pictures is although it's functional, it's got to look beautiful. So um, we can go a little bit more expensive and get a bona fide lean to a greenhouse or do a homemade one. Um, we probably won't need it as much in the summertime, but it would be nice to maximize the 250 square feet that's up against the wall. It currently just has compost and blood orange trees. Uh, if we could do multiple small crops and get rid of the 20 year old blood orange and I would say that was a good trade. Do you plant, you know, to get 20 harvests of greens or 30 harvests of green versus one harvest of blood oranges? Um, you know, some of the grapes didn't come back this year, I think, because of Pierce disease. We're just looking at them. Uh, an hour or two ago, they didn't bounce back. So question is, get rid of the grapes, get some resistant ones. Um, we're not in the grape business, but... Do sell the grape we leaves. Do leaves yeah. We do sell the grape leaves for garnish, caters. Um, another some resistant varieties. Um, other things to invest in would be more like climbing roses or 
passion fruit. The passion fruit doesn't lose their leaves on the vine. Yeah, everything's changing. Um, some of the stuff worked, and some of the stuff didn't work. We have some. Said guavas have no problem growing. I just have to. Too many and too tall, so I knocked them down about half the size. And last year, and you can even tell this year that they were even touch. So I'm not going to give much of a harvest for the size either. Yeah, I don't know if that was weather, drought, or the pruning. So um, the squirrel ate all the Indian pink guavas, so that didn't help any. Which is what we talked about yeah. on a podcast. It's not always, um, you know, as it is. It, what, how many transitions? I think it was every four years or something. Yeah, it's always it's always changing. So one idea was the figs. The other idea was to do more herbs because we can sell all the herbs. Um, other ideas to do more edible flowers, a little bit more on the perennial side with roses, miniature roses. The miniature roses did really well. So the New Zealand spinach did really well. And African blue basil sell all the grows. Other things like dragon fruit, um, it took over the trellis as it's pulling down pretty, it's like cactus, and it's overgrowing that trellis. I get like, <coughs> kinda, it's kinda, it's pulling it down. So you want the volunteers to come in and take it down. Not getting rid of it, yeah, good gloves. Take it down to a, to get the trellis back Great. Yeah. It's now at a forty-five degree angle. Any food off it though? Oh, you know, you save the plant, maybe put it somewhere else. No, I'm not moving the plant. I'm just for four fruit. I'll leave it there. But I'm not gonna. Right now, it's taken over three feet of the, the trellis went up and over the raised bed. So the trellis is dragon fruit's covering the trellis that went over the bed. So now it's pulling down. Trellis is at a forty-five degree angle. Probably not going to last much longer, so I have to get out there and cut it. Um, we had a couple of school tours in South Korea. Are we talk about South Korea? No. Uh, we had a South Korean news piece. We had two school tours, so that postponed some of my re-landscaping adventures to after people see the art. It still looks good, but when you do a lot of maneuvering, I have a corner on the north east side of the house that's not profitable gotta redo that corner south east facing wall it's on the south of the property that needs work and a couple of the corners need work so uh, even though all the raised beds were done last year and they look really good uh, we're ahead of the game from last year because last year they only doing raised beds um, yeah so this year it would be I don't have to do that because the raised bed should last five, ten years. So now I'm doing a little bit more on the perennials. Some of this stuff didn't grow. Some of the stuff grew too well. So we got a little new garden arbor, garden gate. Yeah, trying to move. We, back to the reason why we're doing a lot, not only to get maximize our growing space, but we are um, opening opening up to. Um, a tour, our very first uh, tour in Public January. Tour, yeah. So if you're in the area, you can go on our website. Weather permitting. Yes, weather permitting. On, on Sunday, January 20th, there will be a tour of the homestead. Uh, weather permitting. It's timed space and is limited. A, yeah. Space is limited. Because timed, limited, and no refunds. Yeah, so um, 
Yeah, so we're we're hoping, we'll see, but we're hoping to do maybe those once a month. We'll see, because what we want to do is we need to fundraise basically for all these new projects and keep us growing and going in business. So, um, and it's not so much even just the business. We kind of like the money, the business supports itself. Yeah. It's growing to allow us to do more tours more, and yeah, more events products. and be more open to the public because um, the business is makes money and then it goes back into the business. Mm -hmm. But what a lot of people want us to do is do all these projects and all this, you know, cool stuff. And we want to, and uh, generally be an example and then share that with others. Mm -hmm. And so that requires us to have a little bit of more of a open to the public uh, funding kind of thing, mm -hmm. rather than, you know, being more closed off business kind of well, thing. Well, the thing when people are inspired to, have to tell the school kids, we have the before and after pictures, you know, it's a 32 year, Work in progress. It doesn't look like that overnight, but the picture's worth a thousand words. There are a couple of emails today and yesterday. Do you have a book? Uh, where's your book? Our book is in our pictures. So people, once you see it, it makes perfect sense. So it's a little, just a little bit of pressure. I'm going to just jump on it because uh, the fig trees need to be pruned. Um, trans uh, Transplanting some new fall harvest. And if there's more demand for produce and herbs and flowers, we can sign up more customers, country clubs, or private chefs that were called us. So uh, we just got an email from somebody who said, um, I recently discovered your story through a link on Facebook, and I'm very impressed with your accomplishments. Initially, I was stunned by the appearance of your property. I gardened for years using both the row method and the square foot method, each with varying degree of success. However, the weeds always took over and the water demands were hard to rationalize. Your method of square inch, square inch quote, gardening seems to work out the difficulties I have had. While I have had experience with growing vegetables, I don't know that I could figure out which plants make good companions in space, nutrients, water demands. So, and she was surprised how you used the lettuces around the broccoli and how everything was all compact so if you want to know if we had a book or recommended a book and I especially love the look how everything is covered with edible foliage requiring less water mulch and water and weeding your story and the pictures of your prolific gardens have inspired me to return to gardening gardening thank you in advance yeah so that was another thing we had the farm I'm not sure if we talked about the last podcast but the farm guild meeting and we had a little mini tour and the, one of the guys walked over there and came back and said, where's your weeds? There's no weeds or something. His comment was, you have no weeds. So it's like. Yeah. <laughs> it's a comment. I mean, and then some of the weeds we do. I have mean, we do have food. Wandering Jew. We have yeah, New Zealand spinach and purple goosefoot can be considered yeah, invasive species get, right know, about now. Well, and um, um, amaranth and stuff. But yeah. Like the typical weeds. So that came with the square inch things. And we said, no, very little, if any, exposed dirt. Exposed dirt means weeds. We'll let things grow. I said it. Some of the stuff was volunteers, and I'll let that grow. But it's going on a pattern of spacing. Yeah. So then we had, um, so been making a lot of. You've been eating a lot of salads. So trying to eat, you know, back because when we got busy with um, just life and paperwork and all that stuff, we kind of let. Eating habits go to, to the wayside. So getting back on, you know, eating what we grow and and, and saute mixes and stir fry mixes and salad mixes.
boxes and things like that. And then um, also preparing food for like the hoot nanny. So um, have a hoot nanny coming up. Probably the last one for. Well, we started last month. So I know. Oh, so no, probably the. I mean, it is the last one of the year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, oh, boom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about season wise. Oh, yeah. So we'll we, see. I don't know what January is. Gonna we be. uh. Yeah, but we said that about December, and then everybody wanted it, and we had to go with it. Yeah, well, yeah, not had to, but we. Kind of I got good feedback. Streamlined the food serving process, and it was sold out last time, but people didn't show up because of the fires. So it's a good, uh, it's got good energy and good vibes. And this one, this one happens to be on the two-year anniversary of Dad's uh, passing. So it's going to be bittersweet. It's going to be uh, emotional and a little bit of, uh, it's going to have good energy. Um, unfortunately, like I said, um, time passes. It's been two years. Uh, um I think the yard looks good Phys physically. I guess we're doing okay mentally, emotionally. Some days are really bad. Um, but we have um, we have people helping, so we have the volunteer programs going. So there are is a volunteer application form online. online. So uh, people have been filling that out and screening a bunch of new volunteers. We got like new systems coming up where we like have maybe you know volunteer hours blocked out and you know keep track of you know what everybody's doing and that way. You know, not just you know, we're business and we have to run things efficiently. So um, me as a digital person is always looking for better ways to manage everyone's schedules. So like a, like a sort of a, I don't know, even a, like a home-based sort of thing. Yeah, like it's just like, um, yeah, because, you know, before we'd have friends who were volunteers that, you know, we've known for like over 10 years and we'd like, okay, yeah, sure, come on in. But now that we have to be a little bit more efficient on top of things. So. Yeah, screening people, try to deal with, you know, scheduling, their scheduling. And then one thing as a volunteer, even though you, quote, volunteer, you do leave with something. Yeah, so we say food is our currency and they get paid in food. So um, never go hungry, that's for sure. So speaking of hungry, we've been jamming away in the kitchen with making all sorts of marmalades because it is winter so and winter means citrus here in southern california so myra lemons grapefruits uh, oranges um, yeah mandarins so mandal so yeah so we've been overwhelmed with citrus from our friend's farm gabriel uh, he's been bringing that and i've been making marmalades what was the hit on facebook or roselle yeah so the the gabriel who's a farmer he's growing these okay. also been interviewed for a podcast yes i can't think of the number yeah, it's not right. um he's growing these biscuits. so basically it's um they're they're red flowers that are it's known by many different names. yeah named like jamaican sorrel morel or you make wine out of them yeah so i thought it, i wanted to make uh marmalade out of it um and so i to mix the citrus and the you Roselle's. Googled it, they didn't have it, right? Yeah, hey, I Googled the recipe, didn't, they had Roselle, it's just the jam, Straight. but I wanted to was mix. Was it jam or was it jam? Jelly, jelly, sorry. Yeah, so the furry first batch I did because making marmalade is a, making citrus marmalade is a two-step process anyway. It takes a while. 
It's um, a lot harder than just making strawberry jam. Yeah, because why, why the reason, and I can tell the tip there, is because when you make, like if you had strawberries or you had peaches and you ma you mashed them up, um, then you warmed them up and you added sugar, then you're good to go. However, if you added sugar to cut up citrus, guess what would happen? That, that sugar would start solidifying or candying the hard peels. Uh, peels and stuff. So you would not have a marmalade. You would have this massive candy. Which is a thing. You candy orange peels, but that's not yeah. what you want. So what I have to do is when I make the marmalade, I have to make the, the peels and stuff soft. And then I can add the sugar. So my first batch of Meyer Lemon Roselle, um, I didn't know why, but it turned out I didn't have that red color that I was Pink. thinking. Yeah, it didn't. So, so what I did, because I think what it happened was I boiled down the Roselles and the Meyer Lemons together. And for some one reason, yeah, they either one cooked faster and didn't draw out enough color. So the next batch, the next time around, I did the Meyer Lemons. I, you know, got them soft. And then I also, uh, I boiled down the... The, the flowers of the roselles for really, really, really bright red, you know, it wasn't syrup because there was no sugar, but it was a bright red, um, you know, concentrate. Um, and then I added that to the Meyer lemon um, peels and stuff. And then I added the sugar and it turned out really, really pretty. It was um, posted on Instagram and Facebook and everybody went bonkers over how pretty everything was. And so, mail order to East Coast. Yeah, they were like, you shift, you shift. Yeah, I guess so. You pay for it, I'll ship. So um, it was it was nice. It has a really I like the colors amazing. It's like it says artificial. Happy it's, it was like, like it's got the artificial kind of red. It's just color, that but... red gorgeous color, and then and then the sweet and the tart. It's really good. It reminds me of like almost like cranberry or something. Yeah, it's really tart. good. Yeah. So. But he did I, Roselle Mandela. Yeah, and then I did Roselle Mandela, and. Mandarin and, yeah, and then, yeah. marlemon vanilla beans. And then, marmalades. Did you do three citrus? Not yet, right? I haven't done three citrus. I'll do three citrus. But so yeah, uh, marmalade and for people who are interested, I hope to have a marmalade class in January, so you can learn how to make marmalades. Because it took me a while to learn how, um, because the very first times I made marmalades didn't turn out that great, and I was very frustrated with what I, you know. There was a recipe that was filing, and it just to me it was too much work. They were like, peel the peel the um, or peel the um, skins off the the citrus, julienne them really fine, then take the pith, take the seeds, put them in a in a uh, yeah, bag, mesh color bag with then get the juice. And I was just like, you know what? I have time for this. I you know my brain cells can't comprehend all this. Yes, yeah, so, there's got to be a better way. So I found a way to use all the fruit. Um, just everything. So of course you don't use that main pith or the seeds, but you do use the seeds because um, the seeds are full of pectin. So you do boil them with the seeds um, and you can put them in a mesh. But um, so yeah, I, I learned a little way how to, how to do the, the marmalades and it's working well for me because I think they're really pretty. It's um, they got the, they got the, the, instead of just pure, just sugar and juice, they have the little, um, like, not crunchy, but um, candied. candied peels in there, very fine, and I like that. It's, it feels like a texture, and it feels like it's really tasty. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, a, that's what I've been doing. And then uh, let's see what else. So that's 
So, and then I have to start making soups again because everybody's asking me about soups. But I've been cooking for, because we have like a lot of roommates. I think we talked about our co-housing situation. So we got a new roommate recently who will probably interview maybe on an upcoming podcast. He um, builds or he's in um, sustainable development, sustainable housing, and builds earthships and things like that. So, well, he happened to show up one day for. He sent his email about making a documentary. Yeah, so that was very interesting. So, you get an email saying he's there's, I am new to Pasadena. Um, stumbled on your family. Thought I'd um, like to meet your family. Um, I do film film making, so like talk about that. So like sure, so come by and by for. And, what he had in mind. Yeah, so he came on by, kind of talked like, how do you find out about us and talked about it. and then like yeah i'm just in pasadena and i'm just trying to get settled because he's working on a major sustainable sustainable project here for the city of los angeles um he said i just got here and i'm looking to rent a room and i was like oh that's interesting because i just was gonna post about a room so like we say no such thing is coincidence so we have another roommate um speaking of documentaries the one you listened to previous podcast like last 2017 podcast one of the ideas uh, to do to document um, what's been happening behind the scenes or what we've been thinking. I mean, the podcast helps, but um, put it in some sort of format and tell the story, tell our story in pictures. The podcast is great, but sometimes the pictures are worth a thousand words. So if we can put together some ideas, we have lots of ideas, very little time. Um, to put together, but if we can come up with a mini documentary about what happened, uh, that's one of our goals. Um, I think we talked about it last year, so maybe. Yeah, so I don't know. So like, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Stay tuned. Um, yeah, stay episode. tuned because like, it's um, that's you know a project for 2019. We'll hope to see what that goes. And, and like the projects have... include Cobot, put in the basement, turn the basement into a bona fide root cellar. There are the GoFund, there's a GoFundMe uh, page that we're at, you know, because it's going to cost us some money, so we're trying to raise some funds, so if you're interested in supporting that, you can go to our GoFundMe well, page. It also explains why, why we're doing something, mm -hmm. um, because in a sense, it, uh, essentially we give back to the community. With more subscribers, you get well, with more, more subscribers, we, and also uh, more volunteers, and maybe I don't talk about some kind of thing mm -hmm. and then it would also create the garage which has been a long time plan, plan of ours to make the garage uh, accessible to the public um, rentable and workshops. Work, and make workshops Absolutely. easier for us so it's not just you know help the business grow mm -hmm. it's help us to help you mm -hmm. help, uh, others. help others because that that is the ultimate plan and the business um, the goal of the urban homestead and it has always been from the day we started it, was that the urban homestead supports itself, and it is. Um, but there is a lot that for the outreach to for continue. the outreach, which it takes a lot of manpower and resources, and uh, resources that we don't have. Not being you know an official like nonprofit corporation. Um, but I mean, we had two two book inquiries in two days, and then about the documentary bit, um, we could do a picture book. And explain where how we got this far and where we're going. 
yeah, but that requires people <laughs> because we, although we can do everything ourselves, although we can do everything ourselves, it'd be easier just to hand the pictures over to someone and help us out because we can do it ourselves. This new roommate, we'll see. Like I said, can maybe can help us in his projects, but um, yeah, and then we can to probably interview about him because, like I said, he wants us to start saving plastics because um, you know plastic is unfortunately a part of our lives, and so wants us to start saving plastic to build, uh, use it to make uh, eco bricks, um, and make some sort of maybe some structures on the homestead. So yeah, we got some plans in the works, so that's exciting. Um, yeah, so the year is almost out. We have winding down 2018. I can't so believe more it's... Week of, uh, two more weeks of farm boxes, and then we take a two-week break for recharge, and like we did last year, catch up on some of the work, and out what you want to do for 2019 it's also coincides with christmas and new year's it happens to be on a, i think believe it's on a tuesday so um it probably is going to be slow anyways but in combination of dad's two-year anniversary christmas new year's uh we'll take a break um people think we're going on vacation but it's an it's a, work. it's a working vacation quote vacation what happens is when you get into the daily or weekly weekly grind some of the days are blocked out because you can't really start anything on farm box day so when they did have uh like thanksgiving is a good thanksgiving like because we shut down for the farm box moved all on to wednesday um, we, we had a quote free day that was open so we were able to catch up on some of the yard work that we keep putting off till we have free time but so the lots of things in the works chicken coop cellar uh, compost systems, greenhouses, cool bots, uh, film, possibly film, uh, bees, uh, adopt a bee programs taking off. So uh, we're working on that prog program too. Looking for new locations and doing that. And sometimes it feels like we're juggling too much, but I love what I do, so that's nice. And we get some help from volunteers and family and friends. Yeah, so we want to, uh, I guess, I don't know if this will be the, it depends on what our schedule is. This could be the last um, podcast for 2018 or not. We'll see what we can do. But um, we, Last we, year we did the personal one-on-one -on -one ones. If you, yeah. Uh, we, get we, somebody, we get somebody to interview you. And That's possible. Just the art year interview. The year interview and what's your plans for 2019. But we do want to thank everybody if we don't get a chance to do this again. By the years out, we do want to thank everybody. We also thank our sponsor, Layman's, for supporting us for the past year. Uh, we hope to continue. Uh, we'll please check them out. Uh, Layman's.com. Also, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. YouTube and, and like I said, I did post a couple blog postings, so I'm trying to do that. We do have a newsletter. Um, lots, you know, posting on Instagram, lots of photos, so people are enjoying that. We had lots of school kids yeah, those on the table, yeah. on a story, tours were really and fun, a so. Christian school. It was like three and three weeks, or yeah, so. two and two weeks. And then we had the South Korean film crew. Uh, they're like their own PBS station. Um, there was something else in there, no? A couple open silos. Um, I don't know. There's something else in there. It's been chaotic some days. Oh, a couple classes, workshops, yeah, and then classes. Jimmy's thing. We have been busy, um, you know, calendars filling up, so 
we're, it's, a, it's a challenge, just, you know, to do everything. So we're trying to do it, not to, you know, not be overwhelmed, but it, in a sense, it is sometimes overwhelming. So yes, we do, we do need help. So that's why we're um, putting the call out for volunteers. And we do appreciate, like I said, back to, um, you know, gratitude, appreciation to everybody who supported us through the year. Um, through the farm box subscription services, through donations, volunteers. through volunteers, through just you know checking in on us, to nice emails, to cards, to surprise packages, and you know who you are who've who've done that. So uh, those have been really uh, helpful because sometimes you're just so busy doing your day to day job, and it's nice that sometimes somebody you know sends you something, and that's really really it's really special and. So uh, we really appreciate your support. Um, it's been wow, uh, kind of uh, crazy last two years, I guess. I don't know how to describe that, but and we're still here. So, and hopefully God willing, we'll be still here uh, next year. So, so tell, we'll make God laugh, tell me your plans. So uh, the one I'd like to say uh, also, you know, to the roommates in the Hootenanny family, mm-hmm. Homestead family has gotten us through this bit. Um, also, our family is we probably drive each other crazy most of the time. Some of the time, most of the time, or all the time. But I don't know where we'd be without each other. So we'd like to say thank you. Yeah, for hard work. Everybody's hard work and pushed in. So it's been, I don't know. It's Bill. I don't know. So we'll see. I think everybody's, so I'll get up right now. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a good thing is to end it um, on a low note or high note. Or high note, I don't know. Sad note. Um, but um, yeah, so we'll hopefully. I don't know. We'll see if the if the the podcast will continue. We do appreciate your feedback. So if your um, patrons, yeah, and the patron support. So again, um, look us online and and um, and see what we're doing and how we're growing and and. Uh, and we we see what we're not doing. Yeah, or not doing. We hope everyone has a safe and happy holidays. Um, and, uh, New Year's. Yeah, New Year's. And, and hopefully we'll continue to grow with you um, into the next year. So. Journey. Yeah, so thanks again, everybody. Happy Bye. holidays. Bye. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, 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 help the garden grow. Singing, oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in until next time. This is Annie East. Jordan. Keep on growing. Oh, oh, oh. 
Remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.